I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. We the cause of all the commotion. Your mouth running, but where is she going? What is you smoking, man? That ain't potent. What is you talking, man? That ain't potent. Luminati? High society? We in this party, ain't nobody invited me? You go crazy. I use my sense, my best sense. But it don't matter because I stay on my Fresh Prince. Max, I'm relaxing, shooting some pool, playing some bebop outside the school. Girls that top off outside the pool. Where is this from? I feel like I should know this. Shine bright like a diamond. Ah, fuck. Yo, right. that's his diamond verse? <laughs> yeah. I forgot he did a verse on that song. I forgot about that song entirely. It, it's, until a, just now. it's a great verse. It's, that's a good that's one. That's not bad, yeah. I'm not thinking of when I could go back to that. When did that the come out The Fresh Prince line is, is the most memorable part to me. I was like, I definitely heard that before. Yeah. It came out the winter of 2012. Okay. I remember exactly where I was when I heard it. Where were you when, you when you heard it? I was driving in L.A., my first time in L.A., and I just hear Kanye's voice come on. And I don't even think I was familiar with the Diamond song yet because certain songs, they're, L.A. radio and Atlanta radio, I was living in Atlanta at the time, was very different. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when when that came on, I was like, yo, what is this? And he was snapping. I was driving. It was It was great. Because that's at the beginning of the song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he opens the song. So it's not, yeah, it's not like it's like switching up on you. It's immediately like it's Kanye. Yeah. And then immediately I went to the diamond supply store and I bought a sweatshirt. Made of diamonds. It wasn't made of diamonds. <laughs> it had a big diamond on big it. Big diamond on <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Nah, cause I feel like Kanye went from like adding like his own verse at the end of tracks to like starting tracks off that he's like doing a feature on at the beginning and then the rest of the song happens. He did the same thing with the Drunken Love too. Wherever Kanye is is Kanye's song. Like yeah. when Kanye jumps on it, it becomes a different song. Yeah, I agree with that. The ego of Kanye song? The remix? Yeah, when you watch the video, the, the ego remix, you're like, oh, the, he made this about something else. <laughs> it's a different song. Yeah, that, that's the thing. After a while, he started changing the meaning of songs, too. Yeah. It's like, nah, that's not what Deuces nobody, was about. Nobody, <laughs> nobody checked him at all. Deuces was about somebody else. Okay. And then you got to do like little pieces, figure out why it even turned into this. We just got into talking. We didn't even oh, yeah, do we like, a proper people. intro, nothing. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, this is the Book EA Podcast. I'm Chris Daniels. I'm Rob Hayes. And my name's Mama Dude and Jai. Thank you for introducing yourself, Mama Dude, because I was like, <laughs> I'm a butcher's last name, man. I can't go out like that. Appreciate it. Appreciate All it. Right. That's fine. Uh, no, Mama Dude is a great comedian. Uh, I saw you in uh, Jordan Temple's play, Hidden Fences. Yep, yep. That was the first time I uh, I saw you. I saw both. I saw two shows. I yeah. think you guys did three. We Yeah, we did three. And you guys are going to do more, right? The plan right now is to do more. We don't know when. We're looking for like venues, right. and we're look and we're trying like really make it bigger than it was before. But if you're listening, definitely check that out. Check out Hidden Fences. And I looked up like everybody. I was like, oh, I got, I got to know what all these people are doing. <laughs> and I came across uh, your Twitter for one. So I was like, oh, this dude's like everybody should be following Mama Dude. And just 
just for like content in general. And I was like, if I can, I gotta get this dude on a podcast. Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm just being mad about everything like everyone else. Yeah, it's a this is a rough time. A lot of things going on in the world. The Lawrence Hive is feeling pressure right now. Oh, dude. <laughs> after last night? After last night? What's the Lawrence Hive? What? Oh, what is, do what is the Lawrence Hive? I think... It's about to become a different podcast. I think it disbanded last night. Did I don't it? know. It became the LaMarcus so? Hive? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Chad Hive. <laughs> nah, dog. I think Lawrence Hive still exists. We, they're still... I can't even say we, man, because I feel like what you say we is like, oh, you that type yeah. of person. Yeah. I won't... Like, not even just two weeks ago, it was much easier to just, like, oh, this is... Me, of course. I'm in with my blue shirt and everything. Yo, that no, the freaking Tasha line from the previous episode. <laughs> I guess, like my reaction was louder than the dragon <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Like, she was like, you a fuck? You worse than a fuck nigga. You a fuck nigga that thinks he's a good nigga. I was like, <gasps> no, oh my god, no, 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 no. Damn. Oh man. At first episode of the season, I was like, damn, we all kind of Lawrence a little bit. And then he started, I was like, all right, we got to like distance ourselves. We got to rebrand ourselves a little bit. You know what? They were cognizant of the hive when they wrote this season. So I feel like they were trying to disband the hive. They worked from the inside mm -hmm. and destroyed Lawrence. Like, you, know? <laughs> you can't let Lawrence get too big. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. He's so not the star of the show. It's either a path to destruction or if I believe Lawrence hive just stay strong. It could be tale of redemption somewhere down the line yeah. last year lawrence was out here making stuff you know what i'm saying cooking lamb mm -hmm. this year he going to grocery store all liquor you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like come on man your man cooks you know, don't show him in the kitchen no more i see how it is yeah they, they, like they took away all like the good qualities about him and just made him like not a great character anymore I think he's the same dude. I just think the glow up happened. I didn't know he had a Jaguar till yesterday. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. I was like, hello. How Did long, he always yeah. have that? Were we doubting him with the Jaguar? Nah, dog. If he was sitting in, he was sitting in that apartment with a Jaguar, like, yeah. come you on, parked dog. that at the Doonies? <laughs> <laughs> Next to the couch? Come on, man. Um, yeah, we got to thank God for good television to distract us from. Too many white dudes in polos and khakis. Yeah, we'll say real, that. Here's my thing about tiki torches. <laughs> I like. I'm not scared of you if you bought your torch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you got to peel the sticker off your torch, it's not impressive. What's impressive about a torch is the fact that you had a craft. Like you knew how to put Wrap a rope shit. around yeah. a stick and set it on fire in a way that the whole thing doesn't catch on fire like a match. Like, that that imagery alone startles you. And you're like, oh, my God, if he knows how to do else, what that? What, what else does he know how to do? Yeah. You know? And, like, you might stop. You might tell them the truth if they ask for it. You know what I'm saying? Because they have a torch. But when somebody comes with a tiki torch, it's like, oh, you, you didn't even want to do research. Yeah, we yeah. have Google. You didn't even want, you know, some kid on YouTube show you how to make a tour. Dude, these are lazy-ass lazy Nazis. Like, I was lazy Nazis. Just not trying to, like, go the full distance. I was, like, making fun of it today. I was supposed to be writing a piece for something, and I was like, they remind, it reminds me of, like, old-school hip-hop heads. would be like, no, 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 this is the real Nazi shit. Like, this, this like, Tiki Tour shit is not real. And that's how the way that I'm looking at it. Like, it looks a little bit, like, dangerous and crazy right now, but, like, they're not they're not about it when it comes down to it. And the energy's scary. Yeah. You know, it's scary to see people looking that intense and feeling that way. And then also the way that the uh the police were kind of one sided and 
pushing back on some people and allowing themselves to be pushed Mm -hmm. by others, you know, was was very, very disturbing. But at the same time, you know, you I don't I don't feel the fear of like there's an organization. There's you know, because like what they use as a symbol was sloppy. Yeah. yeah, you know they used the Detroit Red Wings symbol, which is fucked up. Immediately, no. they got slapped shot down. The Detroit Red Wings like, nope. had a had a statement hours before the president. That's crazy, and it was much better. Yeah, and you know that was cool because they said something about them. They never say anything about Bieber wearing a Red Wings jersey. Never say anything about Tupac spitting on people nope. in a Red Wings jersey. They yeah. let that slide, yeah. but this, oh no. 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 We're yeah, going to say not, something yeah. about this. Yeah, it's hockey town. I 100% believe that. And they're giving Home Depot back, which... How you know they got it from Home <laughs> that's Depot? That's what I'm saying. I'm Why like, did it Lowe's was... get none of the credit? Lowe's got none of the credit Yo, because Lowe's, Lowe's ain't on uh, Home Depot status. Also, I feel like with that many tiki torches, it might have been like a bulk job. So this could have been a Costco situation. You think that someone just had crates of tiki torches? Have you ever Everyone been in the Lowe's? Have you been in the Lowe's? I've been in the Lowe's. I've been you, in the Lowe's. You don't think Lowe's is on Home Depot level? I don't think Home Depot is on Lowe's level. That's yeah. a discussion for another day, but we can get into it. <laughs> then, nah, I'm thinking, I feel like <laughs> we, we opened the can. We got to open it for a second. I think that Lowe's just doesn't have the promotional... They don't, don't promote as much as Home Depot. No, nah, they don't promote. You know what? You know what? Don't. You know, I'm from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that, like, that's Home Depot town. But I'm not going to deny that Lowe's, they got their stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I, f- I feel like the experience is better. I feel like you have more space. You know, you, yeah, Home Depot gets a little cramped it's a little cramped. Yeah. I feel like you just, listen, you're a vest guy. I'm an apron guy. It's fine. I like my people to look like, you know. They're craftsmen. They're about to work on something and get dirty. You working with people who like you can take that and you can be work at be like a server at some cheesy ass restaurant. Be a it's valet. a vest. You can be valet. You no, you're not no, you're no, not no, making no. art. They don't make bulletproof aprons. You know what I'm saying? Don't act like vests are hard. Okay, Fifty Cent didn't come out with an apron. He came out with a vest. Yo, this is we not chefs smart. over here, dog. Bro, I'm literally we on the fence about this. I'm just listening to y'all. I want to see could, where this could go. No, this, <laughs> is, this is for the bonus content. We'll whatever. put a poll. No, we're going to put a poll up tomorrow. Fine. All, right? All right. Who you with? You with Team Lawrence? You with Team Issa? You with Team Home Depot? You with Team Lowe's. Please tell me it's going to be two different polls. Nah, it has to be all the <laughs> no, same poll. One poll. Make people decide between <laughs> yeah. whether they like these home goods or do they like Lawrence and Issa. All right, let's get back to hip-hop for a second. Um, a little while ago, Jay-Z came out with his video for Moonlight. Who was that? Huh? You you remember Jay-Z, right? Like Nah. Like a month ago, you liked him. Oh, 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 you talking about the dude that made 16 Minutes to Five? Yeah, so oh, he, yeah nobody yeah, calls yeah, it that, yeah, but yeah. He, yeah, he's all right. Did you, did you see the video? I mean, I did see the did video. Just, did it happen to cross your screen, even though you probably weren't looking for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I wasn't looking for it, but yeah, I saw it. What'd and you, uh, what'd you think? I don't know. Some crazy theories going around. Some people think it's about them stealing friends from living single. I don't know if I all the way agree with that. I think that is a thing that should be discussed, but I don't know if that's what this video is about. I think it's way deeper than that. It's a lot of things at once. I think it's possible to be a lot of things. Which, I think that if, you know, the the living single cast is available. If they wanted to, you know, make true. that point, they could have made friends. T.C. Carson, 
He's answering the phone. You know what I'm saying? You can get, <laughs> you can get Maxine. Ain't doing anything right now. You can get right Kim Coles, <laughs> You know? You can probably get Regine. She's on the real Housewives of Atlanta right now. I yeah. imagine she answers the phone. Khadijah? That's going to cost you. <laughs> you might not be able to get Khadijah, but... She wants to make it. She wants to make the, she wants to make the, the show. But she wasn't oh. at the TV One reunion, but she wants to make the show. That's beef with TV One. Mm. We don't know. Yeah. I think I had a lot in there. Like Also, just like talking about like the Carmichael show, too, with Gerald Carmichael. His show kind of got like just like put off to the side for being a little bit... That was, was kind of... I don't know if I should call it serendipitous because it's a show getting canceled. But this is all before that. They were just like, this is a crazy-ass coincidence Yeah, that he's the main, he plays Ross, he plays the main guy in this video, the guy who actually kind of wakes up from everything. Mm-hmm. And and half the cast of the video is, is half yeah. the cast of the Carmichael show. Exactly. And this is before Tiffany Haddish blew up. Yeah. She's still blowing up right now. She's sure, amazing. Sure. I saw Girls Trip this weekend. That shit was fucking great. It was hilarious. It was so funny. This <laughs> is deep. Like, the, whole, the cast is deep. I feel like... For me, the the central message around everything, just even the message of Moonlight, was just if they were gonna, you know, take something as popular as a model as Friends, mm-hmm. and you could even replace it and cast it with black people and be like, look, we gave you the most popular thing they had, but it's still not, you know, it's not them. It still feels like a rip. It's not authentic. It's not authentic. It just feels like you just put black people in roles and right. then, like, let them be themselves or bring themselves to the table. Well, see, what I took from it was, like, a role reversal. It was, like, you know, the minute you see a all-black friends, you're thinking, like, dang, why why is everybody black? Why, where's the, you know, one of them friends, something. You know, like, other people love friends. Like, yeah, why can't, yeah. but then... You're like, oh, yeah, well, that that's definitely how it was when you watch Friends. You know, you see a world. They live in New York on Friends. Yeah. And you don't see any black people till 96. Gabrielle Union's like the first black reoccurring character. Was it Gabrielle Union? Yeah, Aisha Taylor. I was Aisha Taylor. Aisha Taylor. Okay. I remember because I was at the gym right. and I was like, yo, a black person on Friends. That's dope. And then okay. I never saw her again. It was the main topic of discussion for many weeks in my house was, was it like, it's like oh shit how long you think she's gonna last not that long a lot of those shows in new york that they put like around like you know middle class or upper middle class like white people like they don't take public transportation they're always in cars or cabs right like even like seinfeld like they're always in cabs and that's because like jerry's like a like a comedian but like realistically it's just not it's not a sustainable life and like there's there's like few shows like now that are popping up like i guess broad city and stuff like that they take trains and stuff like that but Back yeah. in the day, they just didn't I do that. I feel like, I guess back then, it was a factor of, you know, what they're trying to shoot, but also it's a projection of what New York City should look like. Mm-hmm. You know, it, why, this is why you should want to live here. This is the New York City you want to live in. Even if, it, like, there like times like, oh, they're poor? Like, really? Yeah. They don't have money? Like, yeah. Sh- they can still afford a car. Yeah, <laughs> just because just they, they say it and they still get this kind of access. Mm-hmm. I think also, like, because it is Moonlight. It's just about, like, ev- like the lyrics even say that, like, they're in La La Land. Uh, Gabrielle Union? Oh, man, it was nice. Aisha Tyler, Aisha Tyler right. was on Friends in she was. 03. Okay, so she was on it, But though. your girl Gabrielle Union was on there in 96. How many episodes? Mm, let's see. I don't know. Couldn't have been too many, right? 
you know what? You can't surface with without all the facts, right? <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying y'all y'all just try to shoot me down. Oh, like yeah. I just 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 don't know the difference. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? I know oh, the difference between Gabrielle <laughs> Union and Aisha Tyler. I can see how some people could make that mistake. But you know what I'm saying? Fuzzy memory back in the day. I can see how that happened, but I'm just letting you know it didn't happen. They both were on the show. Rob yeah. is not like to be told that he doesn't have something right. It's fine. No, when I'm, I'm the right. same way. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'm yeah, same I don't way. like being correct. <laughs> but you went ghost for like two minutes, and then it's like, yo, you did low key disappear forever. He's like, <laughs> because I had to find it. I had to find you it because people always doubt me. I ain't want to just, you know, because the way y'all said it was a very you're wrong tone. No, what he said. Y'all had wrong. a very like you don't know what you're nah, talking I just, about tone. I don't remember like, '96 like, friends, and I don't even yeah. like friends. You know what I'm saying? What's up with all this shit you don't like, but you have so much information? No, 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 about? no, 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 no. I, I do have information on Gabrielle Union. Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. I'm not a Friends fan. I have, I have, I have people that were in my life that used to make fun of me because I didn't like Friends, and then now I realize they were the ones who are insane. Yeah. Yo, I never watched a single episode of Friends. I only watched the one if I was at the gym. I'd be like, it'll be on. I'd be like, oh, that's happening, but I wouldn't pay attention. The one time I saw, I used to, I know that I know I saw Aisha Tyler. <laughs> I looked at, it and I was like, oh, damn. There was like one black girl on Friends, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, she wasn't there that long. I can't um, relate to the gym part, but I can relate to the <laughs> not watching Friends part. Yeah, uh, I think like the Moonlight thing that like even though Moonlight won the Oscar, they will forever be tied to La La Land because of just yeah. the way that it went down. That's like an unfortunate. I think that's like definitely what the commentary is that no matter even if you threw these black people into like a show that could have even been about them with this sort of like friends mentality, they're still gonna be tied to like these white people who have this white way to go about it. And I mean like in the '90s, like homogenous friend groups were all what TV was. Like, Freshman to Beller had some white people on it, but it was, like, for the most part, all black people. Martin, all black. Like, it's still... We're now getting into a time where people are, like, okay with putting interracial dating on TV. And, like, even, like, LGBTQ community, like, relationships are really weird on TV. They're just, like, they don't know how to write it at all. They try their best to, like, be, like, as open as possible. They're just not good at doing it. And I think that even though it didn't go so far into, like, the LGBTQ stuff, it's just a commentary of, of like... You can't just like throw these black people into a world that's not theirs and then make them play these roles. It's just not authentic. And that's when we see like Gerard just like waking up and being let out and then seeing the moonlight. It's a deep point. Deep. I didn't think much of the song originally. Mm-hmm. Like like you know, I, I thought it was a it was a play on, you know, uh Lauren Hill and uh, you know, the Fuji's mm-hmm. Fuji La and La La Land and what happened at the Oscars and everything. But I didn't really think of it much as uh, about the song, but then the video just brought it home so much, and it was like, ooh, I should go back and like listen to that song more. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, the, when you think about what he's saying in the song, it's very similar to what Kanye said on Ellen. Sorry for the realness. If you go back and look at what he said, he said, you know, Chris Rock was making jokes about you know being disenfranchised in Hollywood, it's not a joke. I used to listen to hip hop, yeah. Rakim. <laughs> yep. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Sorry for the realness. I'm just saying. <laughs> Go no, back. I was like, I was gonna say, how much more of this speech do you? Know? Oh, I know, uh, I know the, the whole thing. I know the whole <laughs> thing. I, the, you, I've done it. I've done the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. your speech. You go to audition monologue. 
Should. You should do that. Just you know what? I would book stuff. If Honestly, I went in there and I was like, hip hop, start down the. I gives a fuck. <laughs> How much you sold? Are you connecting? Honestly, I think you could. I think you should do it. Think about it because, like, no one's doing that monologue. I guarantee you, there's not a single person in America doing that. You shouldn't have gave me that on the podcast, brother. You get a TV show. I just want one recurring role for like half a season, and then let me go change my own project. Yo, I got you. You can can, can get you a Gabrielle, just a little small part. Or Aisha. Either way, either way, either way. Oh yeah, the video was dope, and I, like I like I like the way this is being rolled out. Like even though I like Lemonade and like looking at the whole project and all the videos and how it tied in, I like watching these videos one by one, like per week, and just kind of be like, oh, cool. it's like a little gift every yeah. week, yeah. you know. And then you get the footnotes and the behind the scenes too, mm-hmm. so it's like there's extra stuff in there, and you see how much he's tried to like make this a whole sort of experience. It's like dope. He's just trying to show it all. He's trying to tell it all yeah. and just show everything. Because he waited mad long to have a response to the Lemonade, like a whole year and some change. Well, and everything's not a response to Lemonade, but yeah. also everything in Lemonade's not about him. Yeah. You know, there's a, I mean, there's Lemonade is multifaceted, but when it, when it's in one package, mm-hmm. you know, it, I mean, it's, it's interesting. And I wonder if it could all be... Like if they're when it's all done, if it could all be tied together the way Lemonade was, and then that would be mind blowing. If you see it all separate, mm-hmm. and then you see it all together, and somebody turns on the TV, and, and then they would, like watch watching Friends, and then that turns into like the moon, and then you know if it's dope. all connected, then it's like oh my god, he got us, you know. That's like big scope on like how you gonna release it, and then let people put the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. What else we got? Um, Kanye dropped new shoe this weekend, kind of. You could pre-order. You can't. Ye- well, you could. This past Saturday, you could pre-order the Yeezy Wave Runner for $300. And then they going to ship on November 1st. Damn. <laughs> I was disappointed in, okay, like the the images of the Wave Runner on Kanye's foot. That shoe looked dope. Mm-hmm. The materials looked dope. The shape looked cool. What I saw on Yeezy.Supply, I didn't even Recognize see if it was available. <laughs> I didn't even see if it was available. And the picture of it on Kim's foot, I just it just looked like something totally different. It was the same colors. The shapes were similar, but it, it just felt like something totally different. Yeah, are y'all like Kanye shoe lovers? You like all the Yeezys? Since, or just back since and we forth? started this, and I've done a little bit more research, and I've actually gotten a hold of a few pair. I'm, I want some. I want my. I want a couple pair of three fifties. I really like. I do the lot. I do like the lottery every time. I can't get a pair of them Not yet. Dude. My I, time's coming. Some dude I saw at a party once. He like was talking about. I was wearing, I was wearing like Air Force Ones. Not even that serious. And he comes up. He's like, "Yo, you like Yeezys?" I was like, "I guess." Since now we're part of this conversation. And then he's like, yo, you got to enter like six lotteries, get a car, drive back and forth. I was like, I'm not trying to do all of that for some shoes. But then he's, but like every few weeks, he has a different pair of Yeezys like on Instagram. Like, yo, those dudes are hustlers, that's man. That's insane. They'll go, they'll go anywhere and spend way too much. I have the Adidas Originals app. And uh-huh. like, yeah. I tried to sign up for the Power Phase, the ones that, the ones that are like mm-hmm. 120, if you, and I literally like, I was, I was on Wi Fi, I was everywhere, I was like ready to go. And I hit like the button and I'm like, oh, sorry, these are already all ran out. Like, five seconds it was insane so you could still get them for like they fluctuate in price the resale price goes up and down so you could still find them for a decent price 
Because I was like, yo, I'm not trying to drop, like, $500, $600 on shoes right now, like, at this point in my life. But, like, I was like, oh, I'll just have, like, a pair of power phrases. They're 120. They're, like, good-looking tennis shoes, like, simple. But then I was like, is it going to be that difficult to do it? I'm not I'm, not I'm curious to see what the resale value and response is going to be for these Wave Runners, though. Me Cause, too. Because they yeah. don't – I saw them – this is a hard pass for me. They just don't look like nothing that I could wear. I, the ones that just came out this past weekend, I I I don't think I could wear that shoe. Really, I mm-hmm. think they would be more your your style. Why? I don't know. Cause they just <laughs> like, well, you, you mean the shoe you just shit on? You think you wear my style? Boy, I mean, hey. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, they have the boost technology. They seem like there's something you know you could run in. Um, Chris, you seem like you take off running that time. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> you I got look like a go running quickly. type dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I I the original picks look like dope. That's why I've like kind of like messed up. But oh, and yeah. also I don't like the idea of I got to pre-order it, and I wonder if they're gonna eventually have a wider release with Adidas, or if they're not Adidas. That's the thing because they came out like the crate boots came out, and those weren't Adidas. So I'm kind of like. Are these Adidas? Are they not? Are they going to be at retailers? Will I be able to hold them? I kind of want to see them in person first. Because no, I, I, right now I hate the tongue. I hate the top of the shoe. Mm-hmm. And for me, Kanye is all about the design top to bottom. So it kind of hurts that it's like a shoe and I don't like yeah. part of the design. True. You know? the I love the colors. Like the colors are I mean, crazy. Col- the colors look dope from just and what I saw. I've never seen a colorway like that. I've yeah. never seen that green with that green mm-hmm. with that green with orange you know yeah. with gray like it it look it looks like it could be cool but i already reserved some shoes for november anyway i got my lonzo's coming so are you serious you lonzo's no but i was just checking <laughs> i was like <laughs> I was like, hey man, I don't know you that well, but like, I don't want you to. I don't want to be like, yo. I, gotta, I thought I gotta about it you on for, your podcast. for a long time. It depended. I mean, if you got Lonzo's before you got Yeezys, mm. like, like you would hear about it every podcast. It wouldn't be a. <laughs> it would be me roasting your big baller what if, brand. What if shoes? I got the flip flops? Yeah, would, would that be different? If you got the flip flops, then. Depends yeah. on how much you pay. That, I feel like the flip flops is definitely a troll move. If you get the <laughs> <Yeah>. shoes, <laughs> at least you're like, okay, that's commitment. You get the flip flops, and it's like, all right, he's just doing this to be a conversation starter, and I'm not gonna start the convo. <laughs> how much? How much are the flip flops? You know, two hundred dollars. That's absurd. <laughs> I'm barely going above like the same amount as like Gucci flip flops. <laughs> that's insane for like somebody who hasn't truly made it yet. What do you mean, Levar Ball has made? It. <laughs> no, what I'm talking about, like we, I, I'm, I need to Who see, I need to see more out of him. Who two points that anybody talks about? <laughs> this man right. made it. Of all the two pointers, I'm trying to think of. He's who the else. most famous. Kevin Love two years ago. What? In the finals, he was like averaging like two points a game. Don't do that. That's man. in the finals. I know, but I'm talking about like. And, other people who and made his it, D was shoes. locked down. Kevin Love so. didn't play in the finals two years ago because he had his arm pulled out of socket by Kelly Olynyk, And that was whack. That was whack. You don't let a man year. pull your arm out the socket. Like, he didn't punch him with the other hand or nothing. What was he supposed to do? Kick him? Something? It was in Don't Boston. just leave. He just left. Okay. Show me the video of somebody else getting their arm pulled out. 
and he just swings. Why would you let someone pull your arm out? Why are you Does not? He, why are there not mutual arms pulled out? Wait, he pulled his arm out like he's just, just like, "Yo, yeah, I'm about to beat uh, you." I'm that's what it out. looks like when you watch it back. You're like, "Oh yeah, that's crazy." There's one person tugging on another person's arm, and another guy screaming. Damn, I've not seen this video. Have I not? I don't need to you do didn't it right watch now. the playoffs. Last year or two years ago? 2015 2015, I did watch the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. When they played Boston. Yeah, I don't remember his arm being pulled out. I think I'm thinking about last year when he averaged two points a game. With the Warriors? They won that. They won that. I know. And his defense was like game seven. Kevin Love was out there. I used to live in Ohio. I was out here like, okay, we out here. I was actually proud to be from Ohio. Ohio? Uh, Northeast, Worcester, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Um. Where were you when you first heard of Kanye? What was going on? What's the first time you ever heard of Kanye West? So, like, I'm West African, so I was raised with not a lot of, like, you know, rap and stuff like that. I was just like, raised listening to, like, whatever music from West Africa my parents wanted me to listen to. And then I remember I was in the car listening to the radio. What was that? And did you like it? Yeah, I did. I mean, like, it's just, like, cultural stuff. It was just, like, keeping in touch with my culture. But I also was, like, still interested in, like, hip-hop and stuff like that. But Kanye, the first album I truly actually listened to after hearing Love Lockdown on the radio was 808s and Heartbreak. Mm, that was the first started one. Started with 808s. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is dope. Mostly because at that point I was like getting to, I used to play the violin, I was getting into music. So I was like, oh, I could probably make some of these beats on GarageBand because like, I heard that that was the way that he did it. So I made really janky versions of those songs that I could make on GarageBand, like knowing the music that I did. And I was like, okay, cool. This is like an accessible album and also like I didn't know I wasn't like in the know of everything going on in Kanye's life like his mom and like Amber Rose and all that sort of stuff but then over time I was like oh there's a lot more going on that like made this album the way that it is then I went back and I listened to like like uh, college dropout later registration graduation I, that's when I went back and listened to those and then from then on I was just a fan like I remember just like listen I was like listening to like I like that uh, all of those beats like they stayed in time and they were like very arranged and organized and then I was like oh this is all really cool and then I went back and listened to College Dropout and I was like yo this is a completely different dude because like there's all these samples there's like all these skits and stuff and there's no skits really in uh, 808's Heart it's not a skit it's not one there's only, no. there's only the live the live uh, freestyle at the end but I was like wow this is a different dude and then kept listening I was like alright it's a, kind of like the same sort of sampling sort of stuff but like different it's like following this trend of like graduation and 808s is very different and then after that i just was following him from then on out that's dope i feel like that's a huge benefit yeah to to have that experience to like not start at the beginning kind of go in because if if you listen to 808s first like when i listen to 808s and i know a lot of people listen to 808s and was like this isn't kanye like i can't like this is not the dude uh and it was a completely different sound than you put out before. Mm-hmm. But you go in with fresh ears, you don't, you don't even know, like, the life backstory. A lot of people, like, at this point are caught up on everything this dude does because he's super famous by now. Yeah. And it kind of also reflects in how you listen and what you're listening for. Yeah, I was just listening. I was like, okay, like, this dude is, like, clearly hurt and sad and stuff like that. And then once I had to go on the Internet and, like, learn about, like, what his backstory in life was, I was like, oh, this is, like, a... Emo- this is like him putting out an album but also putting all of his emotions into it and I was like wow he put a lot of emotion behind it. and like you listen to like other people who do similar sort of tone of music now I mean I don't think it could have existed without like 808s and Heartbreak being like a prototype for it like I'm thinking like The weekend's like first few projects mm-hmm. and like none of that could have existed with that and then I go back and listen to like 
the uh, was the last song on uh, College Dropout. Um, last call. Last call. Yeah, and he's like explaining the whole story and everything. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, this is all that went down. And then I went back and listened to like all the samples he did for Jay Z and stuff like that. And then that got me really into all of hip hop. Like I feel like I was like listening to like a few like rappers. I don't even remember like probably Lil Wayne and stuff like that. And then after Kanye, after 808s, and then going back and like listening, getting to the end of College Dropout, I was like, yo, this dude has a completely different story than I thought he did in this uh, other album. And then it just took me into every other person, like people like featuring, just like let me down a rabbit hole. Dope. Yeah. Did you, uh, you got a chance to listen to what we're, what we're yes. going to talk about today, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, because someone did not pick a song. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I couldn't think of a song that I really wanted to talk about. I really couldn't because, like, all I could think of is, like, I've had the same 15 conversations about, like, uh, Life of Pablo. And I've had the same conversations what about What is that? Jesus. What is the conversation? Conversation I had about Life of Pablo is, like, is it a good album? Is it, like, is it, like, is it a good album? Uh, do you like the production value on it? Do you like the fact that it keeps changing and, like, he keeps adding different, like, little production twi- uh, twinges and stuff like that. Do you like the samples that he is? Is Like, do you think this is just an erratic, like, I'm throwing random stuff together and we're pr- supposed to think it's art because it's Kanye, but it's just, like, a man throwing together all these tracks. And it's, like, more of a compilation than it is an album. Then Yeezus took me a full year to get into Yeezus and people talking about, like, all of, like, the deeper meanings on that, the samples on that, and, like, how it's, like, a rougher transition as opposed to My Beautiful Dark Distorted Fantasy, which is, like, kind of smoother transitions and, like, smoother production and, like, very much uh, Yeezus is, like, jarring. Like, Black Skinhead is, like, the beginning, and then immediately the drums come in, and it's, like, not smooth into it, just, like, jarring. And, like, I've had those conversations over and over, and I was like, they had to have had these conversations on the podcast, so I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. Well, we never had this conversation from oh, before. Really? No. The, just, uh, I'm just talking about this song, just because we haven't, I feel like this is, I won't say maybe one of the more obscure songs we've done, but Kanye's mostly in the background. He's on the chorus. Yeah, he's, he's on, on the, the, he's on the chorus. He's on the chorus. Yeah. And this is... Don't stop now. I know it's in 2008. This is before 808s? Uh, this is, this is... I think it's July. I think it's the summer of 2008. Yeah, it's before 808s. So They cl- recorded the video well before 808s because, like, you could you tell... You see his hair. He, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. tell that this is recorded before put on by Jeezy. Right. Yeah. Um, Andre 3000's in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andre 3000 has a verse. Gotta love a 3000 mm, verse. Absolutely. And we were waiting. I I don't know. If you were a, a Kanye fan, like, early uh, 05, 06, you knew that, like, good music was building a roster. And if you remember mm-hmm. the Grammy Family video, Taz Arnold's in there. Taz Arnold's buzzing. Sarah is buzzing. Mm-hmm. And they were a part of the Good Music family, and they're featured on this song. And they produced it's the probably song. yeah, they produced this song. They're in the video, and it's probably like maybe it might be the biggest song that they were part of, like as as far as like exposure wise. Like I don't remember them. No, didn't they do some like? Uh, oh, see, the exactly. Erica, no, the Erica Badu song. Fucking come on, you know what I'm talking about. It was like Erica Badu, Sarah. Uh, you made me uh, proving my point. God proving my point. <laughs> no, I think nah. I think the one that we know the name of. We haven't even <laughs> named the song yet. Okay, 
So go ahead. It's Everybody by Fonzworth Bentley. I don't know, Fonzworth Bentley had a guest verse on the remix to a workout plan. Mm-hmm. B-E-N-T-L-E-Y. Don't know. You better ask somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do is work that body. You guys know? No, I know. I don't know the word. I'm, like, really bad at, like, lyrics. Production, and, uh, I can remember. Of course. You know, I mean, it's just... It just made sense that Fonzworth Bentley would eventually have an album just because, you know, this is after G's to Gents. Or is this mm-hmm. before G's to Gents? This is uh like before r- right before G's right to before G's yeah. to Gents. Um he was he was the moderator in one of the most epic fights on M T V between Ness and Freddie. <laughs> um he was he was, you know, on making the band. Uh, he was, you know, behind Diddy with the umbrella, the parasols, if you will, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, yeah. So it's all like, you know, he's in the I like it, the way you move. Like, Fonzworth Bentley was everywhere. Yeah. He was on Chappelle's show. He was on Chappelle's oh, show. He was jumping around there. You know, I mean, he was he was like everything and everything that he was a part of was super successful. Mm-hmm. You know, Speaker Box of Love Below. Yeah went diamond yeah you know he's hanging out with kanye college dropout is a classic Mm -hmm. you know he's behind diddy the saga continues you know like that's that's like you know takes diddy to a whole nother side so i mean i feel like uh fonsworth bentley had a hand in a lot at that time so where's he at now he called in he helped with Ultra Light Beam. I did not know he that. He helped with, like, yeah, he does a lot behind the scenes. Okay. And he does some stuff musically. Uh, but, yeah, this song, um, and uh, this is around, this is this is before the whole uh, Paris Fashion Week picture. You know, Bentley's in that. Oh, really? Remember the picture that Gay Fish came from? The South Park episode? Yeah, yeah Fonsworth Bentley is, like, one Fonzworth Bentley's in the picture, Don C's in the picture, Virgil's in the picture, mm-hmm. Kanye, and then Verbal, I think, that, uh, no, not Verbal, uh, what's the kid, Julian is in the picture, and all of them are, like, like running stuff as far as, like, fashion and everything now. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Is he involved with, like, Yeezy's fashion? Who? Who? Possibly, maybe, maybe not. I think he was he had his own thing going and he was selling umbrellas. Yeah, he was selling <laughs> parasols. Yeah, they were nice umbrellas. I ain't, For real? I don't think I could afford mm-hmm. those umbrellas. Yo, but like, how much oh, how much were they? How much do you think they were? You wouldn't want to get rain on them. <laughs> exactly. It's like why would you buy an umbrella you don't want to get rain on? Like <laughs> this shit is was worth more than the, the rain. Nice day the umbrellas. That's <laughs> The the Cyrus song is called uh, "Fill the Bass." By the way, with Cyrus Lip, Carly, and Eric Badu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Mm-hmm. Everyone remembers that big Shut up, hit. Man. <laughs> Shut up, man! Fill the bass. You know, when you think about Eric Badu, you're like, you know, call Tyrone, fill the, the bass. <laughs> How does "Fill the Bass" go? What? <laughs> what? It's I like a, the, the hook is like an electronic thing. Is like she's like doing like a synth kind of melody throughout it. What do you want from me? You. You know, uh, he wants you to. Sing I the gave song. you a Gabrielle <laughs> moment. What 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 I describe Chris as is the type of person that says you're wrong and I don't know. 
Like he, that's, uh, <laughs> I know you're wrong, but he'll I don't know why. Yeah, you're wrong. I had right. the seeds. Well, what's the right answer? I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> I had the seeds. I said it was it was a Syrah song with Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. I could remember the name. Just give me the statement. It was it wasn't even a fact. What? It was my opinion that this was like their biggest their biggest song. You said it was exposure wise. And I was not exposed to whatever you're talking about. <laughs> you never were exposed to that. No. You never I n- heard the song. Feel the bass sounds made up. I'm okay. not all the way sure that you didn't just make up Feel the Bass. It like, does that sound like a pop like, song you could have just like made up. Yeah. Like, feel the bass. Feel sense. the bass <laughs> doesn't even sound like their era. I see. I mean, I see it. I see it. Fine. We'll get back to it later. Was it, a, it had radio play or was it just like? There was a video and everything. Damn. MTV Jams. I don't remember it. I don't remember at all. Well, now we're going to talk <laughs> about a former MTV Jams Jam of the Week, <laughs> Everybody, by Fonsworth Bentley. This video, I remember uh, Kanye talking about how people were complaining about them dancing in this video. That just shows you what era of rap that was where it's like, oh, no, you guys are rappers. Nah, nah, you Y'all are dance. singing yeah. and dancing in tuxedos. Mm-mm. You guys have gone too far. <laughs> like, little do they know, the kilt is on the way. Dude. Little Uzi Vert is <laughs> on is the way. Like, he was like seven years old, ready to go. Um, This video is based on the Rick James video, which is hilarious. Standing on the top with uh, the Temptations, all mm-hmm. the Temptations. Yeah, all like, all seven of them. One of the few videos where you could see David Ruffin. <laughs> they kept him in the back. From the real them. David Ruffin. Yeah. He doesn't want you to get confused with the actor from the Temptations movie because this one, real life David Ruffin and actor David Ruffin. You not. could see the drugs in the real David Ruffin. <laughs> you could see Leon the still looks like Leon in a, you know, just with like longer Long hair, hair yeah. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the movie. This, and what's, what's creepy about the Temptations movie is. David Ruffin in the movie dies in, like, looking just like he looks in the standing on the top. He has a tuxedo on. They throw Damn. him out of the car. Damn. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, like was this the same day? Did they wear tuxedos every day? They got back in the cab, and they were just like, oh, time for the next one. Time to go. Where you know what certain sh- stuff should be streamable everywhere. I feel like the Temptations and the Jacksons, the American Dream. I wish were just streamable everywhere. Like my favorite part of the Temptations where they uh they make their own group, Eddie, David, oh yeah, and they're like they split off and uh uh Dennis, and they're like we're the voices, okay? We are the ones people come to see. Okay, we the real temptations. Then yeah. there's two groups of temptations. They out, trying to out temptation each other. This is a story of them trying to find out they need to be together. You can't divide the temptation. I love that Rick James was uh, like he wouldn't be in this like there for parts of the video until it was until it was his turn to just rock out and it was like only lights and big cameras on me. That's it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird how they let Rick James use them as like backup singers. Yeah. Multiple times, like mm-hmm. Temptation sing. Oh, <laughs> like what? Mm-hmm. How's he Who's... in charge? He's younger than y'all. Yeah, because it would say because it comes on. It's like Temptations with Rick James, but it doesn't feel. It feels like Rick, Rick James, James with was running the whole yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I feel like Eddie Murphy saw standing on the top, and I was like, "That's what I want to do with me. I want to, you know, <laughs> just make a song with me." Yeah, I want to be the front of the man of this. Yeah, part it all the time. What do you think of uh, Fonzworth's verse? What do I make of Fonzworth? What do you think of Fonzworth as a rapper in general? I mean, I feel like Fonzworth has bars, but when he raps, I don't, I don't know something, something about when he raps, I always feel like. I just wish I was listening to somebody else. <laughs> I can't. I don't. Damn. <laughs> no, no, it makes sense. It's like the way his flow is. I don't. It's, it's cool that yeah. he has his own flow, you know. But also, it's also like, like when you come, if you're gonna come out, why would you come out with, arguably, the best rapper, having a verse? Yeah, I mean, like, he put him. It's good. He put him second. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. It would have sucked. It would have been real weird if like Andre comes in and kills it. <laughs> that's yeah. how that's how I felt about Control with Kendrick and Jay. Oh, was a Jay Electronica. Like you put Kendrick in the middle, and then Jay Electronica has to like follow that verse. I mean, Jay Electronica is dope. He's, no, are, I, no, I like him. I just don't think he killed it. Third best verses on Control. You think so? Big Sean's verse better than Kendrick. Really? And Jay Electronica. Really? We do not have enough time for this. No, we can't get into that. We what you mean? Six. Jay Electronica? <laughs> we got six. First of all, what is he talking about? <laughs> I'm a, I just, well, you're, are you saying it's bad? No clue what he's talking about. Then Kendrick Lamar, there's that part where he's possessed. That counts. That's Kendrick. That's Kendrick, like, dude. You got a lot of different Kendricks. No, no. You got a lot of different Kendricks. No. If I, no. You can't complain about some rappers and be like, I don't even understand what they say. And just let Kendrick just mumble. That's the beginning of mumble rap is the control verse. You think so? I don't smoke crack, mother. I sell it is the first thing that I can understand from Kendrick's verse. Anything really? before that, what is that? He's possessed. The beginning of mumble rap. That's what that Get is. I can understand nah, everything nah, nah, Big nah, nah. Sean says. All his punchlines hit. He's killing it. Your arguments aren't uh, consistent. Are you for mumble rap or are you against mumble rap now? What is it? I thought you were fine with it. I am for mumble rap, but we need to blame the person who created it, Kendrick Lamar. But blame has like a negative connotation to it, so it sounds like you blaming him for it. So I'm not the I'm not a mumble rap complainer, but for people who do complain, they need to take a mirror to Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar <laughs> and show him that he created mumble rap. Yo, I, d- I disagree. I like I like Big Sean's verse, but I think that number one, Big Sean's verse is short, like shorter in length than Kendrick's verse. Kendrick calls out other rappers that are on the track. And then you have Jay Electronica like, shit, now I got to go on after that. Like, imagine that shit was, like, on tour, and Kendrick just called y'all out, and then you have to walk on stage and do your verse. Kendrick omitted Nicki Minaj. That was messed up. That was fucked up. Wiz Khalifa, she, he was Why, why does time. Nicki need to be mentioned? Because he was, trying to, he was calling out everybody who, who was popping, was popping at, at the, the time. time. Yeah. As a rapper? He called out Meek Mill. Nicki's got way more hits than Meek Mill. Yeah, but True. she she I mean, like rap hits now? Is yeah, she more like hits. a pop star now? She no, was, at that time uh, at that time Nicki Minaj was, was straight up a rap. What was person. This, what was the song at the time Control came out? That what was what was the Anaconda? Songs No, this is no, pre this pre Anaconda. This is pre Anaconda, but also it's still in that time where she's allowed to be a pop. This is like pound the alarm, like Spaceships. 
Not spaceships. Starships, not, whatever. Not starships. Yeah. That is like a ton of songs. It's like it's a ton of songs. Can you name them? I can name them. 2013. Nicki Minaj song. <laughs> <laughs> here they go. I'm just saying. Started started out. Here we go. And here they come. You know. You heard them. Bro, I did not listen. I can't remember. I can only think because like, I also DJ. I can only think of what I was DJing at that time. Uh, and it wasn't that. It wasn't that. There's plenty of them. <laughs> There's plenty of them. I'm going to take that as a redemption. Uh, <laughs> so we could, it was easy to say, like, 3000 had easily the best verse. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, that's not even fair to find I feel like I usually too, yeah. when it's like a bunch of guest people, we usually do like a, like who had the better kind of comparison. It's just like. Like if we did Monster, you go through Yeah, yeah. We, went, yeah. we went through that just like every verse and we did like. More oh yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah. That's where that guy made that list. <laughs> <laughs> Goblins, cools, zombies with no conscience. conscience. <laughs> that guy, he's 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 dug deep into this uh, stance. I'm I've been. Yo, you just don't like Jay Z? I think I'm hoping he it used to be my second favorite rapper, but then uh, he, the Nas took the quarter spot. to five came out, and then you know. Yeah, okay. Um. What's your favorite and least favorite Kanye song? That's hard. Oh, damn. Uh, I don't. It's not a song. I just I don't enjoy the last two skits on College Dropout. Ooh. I just don't like the dude's voice. It it's just abrasive, and I'm just like I can't do this. You hear that, D-Ray? <laughs> Oh man! Why yeah. specifically the last two? Because the first two are like the principal and the principal coming in and telling him he's not going to graduate, and then the other two are just like the same dude from the beginning, being uh, talking about his degrees and then coming back and talking about his degrees. Not the last two; it's the middle two because the third one is the beginning where that kid goes like, "My dad died, and le- he left me all these degrees." Right? Uh-huh. Am I crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, like it's the middle two, the ones where it's like. Uh, you get your masters. You get your masters. <laughs> masters. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I I know it's supposed to be funny. I'm just like, I don't enjoy this dude's voice at all. I think that's my least favorite. I track. think that's the song, point. Though. Though. He's, He's yeah. doing a voice. Secretary. I know, but it just like fucking every single time. I'm just like, yo, I take these off. Why is it like go click past the songs? Wow, I've never. You know, what? I didn't even know that was in a. A response. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know I that was like, I, I probably would have did that as my least favorite <laughs> had I known that yeah. was a response just because that's probably the most, the least amount of Kanye on a Kanye track. Yeah. Skit two and three. <laughs> <laughs> I like bringing new shit wherever I go. So Yeah, yeah no, favorite. that's impressive. We've never had anyone <laughs> even bring that up yeah. as a thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Uh, uh, what's your favorite, favorite Kanye track? Man, it's difficult. There's like so many that I really like, and it's not even on 808s. I like 808s a lot, but I think my favorite track has to be Flashing Lights, mostly because I like the I like the chord progression of it, and the music video is fucking ridiculous. Which one? The music video is where uh, that lady puts him in the trunk. Okay. Yeah, that one. The Spike Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's hilarious. It makes me laugh every time. Uh, but I do like that song a lot. Uh, was that with Dwele? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just like that one. I like the um, hook. It's very simple. Uh, I'm also coming from from like a DJing standpoint, 
like what's a song that like gets me hyped and everyone hyped because normally you're just playing shit to get other people hyped and you but, when you DJ you play flash and lights every once in a while yeah I go through a lot of different songs but some, I've heard flash and lights before yeah I have like I, to, yeah I have a remix and I have like the regular version it's yeah it is I can honestly think of like times it it seems like an odd choice kind of mm-hmm. but it does like everybody knows that song yeah and people get up you can dance to it mm-hmm you can just kind of vibe out. Can't Tell Me Nothing is another song that I really like, too. I think a lot of people like getting in each other's faces and singing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the random part yeah. is like, you can't tell me nothing. I don't know you. I'm not going to That's one of those songs where, like, you can go up to a stranger and just, like, you just, y'all both just rocking us a song, but it seems very confrontational. Yeah. Like It's, one like, of it's you, like Move Bitch. If one of you <laughs> fuck up the lyrics, you just got to fight. Yeah, you like, got to go for it. Like, Move Bitch is another song like that. Everyone's pushing each yeah. other about the, but, like, everyone's, like, okay with it. You just mosh. Yeah. When I when I hear Can't Tell Me Nothing, that's one of those songs I do the Kanye stumble, which is like where I dance like how Kanye dances. Oh, yeah, where he kind of like falls into the end of his yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them people think I'm drunk and, <laughs> and, and then they see it and they're like, oh, oh man, no, no that's, that's on Kanye. beat. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it. He's drunk on beat. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like I play a lot of graduation stuff. I play, I, I mean, like, I have like a specific group of friends who like, I'll just stop the party where everyone will play ultralight beam and people just holding each other like they're in church and shit and yeah. go through the whole song. Yeah. I didn't even know about the DJ thing. Yeah. Man DJ. of all trades. Yeah, dude. Mama dude, mm-hmm. we gonna let you finish, but we know you gotta get <laughs> out of here. Um, let everybody know where they can find you, anything you got coming up. Uh yeah, um I got some stuff I'm working on with Comedy Central, so hopefully that pops off, and then we find out about that. But you can find me on Twitter at Mamadou and Jai. You won't find me there because you probably can't spell that. But uh, my Instagram is Mamadou about nothing. Um and yeah, that's about it. Rap yeah. Yo, I'd like to um give a shout out to everybody out there that uh believes in themselves. Yo, I'd like to give a shout out to McCurvy. I'd like to give a shout out to Daryl. Like to give a shout out to uh, Sebastian. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Monique and fuck you, man. <laughs> shout out to Monique. You don't get to say that. <laughs> you know all the Moniques, huh? I know the Monique. I was talking about the Monique from the Moonlight video. The girl from Creed. She played Monica. In the uh, in Friends, oh, that's who I was shouting out. Something Thompson, Tessa, Tessa, Tessa Thompson? Thompson. Oh, wow! <laughs> Damn, uh, mighty have fallen. <laughs> Yo, shout out! To <laughs> we'll get that out in Monique post, man. <laughs> Mama, dude, thanks for coming on, man. No, thanks for having me. Man. Peace. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.